Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jada, Jason Mitchell and Adam B. Oh, that oh, wait son a of a bitch. Where's Adam? I don't know. He's off lollygagging around. Did he disappear again? He's doing he's doing some, you know, let's let what could he be doing? I don't um, know. Uh, oh, what's that term I heard? Uh, sex tourism. Oh, yeah. Didn't he go <laughs> to he, Japan for yeah, that? Uh, Malaysia. The tele, the, Malaysia. Oh, the teledildonics. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, it's a very big convention. Conference, yes. <laughs> very big deal. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Hindsight is Horrifying. Welcome back. Where we are not doing our year of hell no it's over we've, we're we've done moved on. it's wonderful yeah now we're doing a movie that we all actually kind of like our well, f- our future's so bright darth jader had to wear shades yes exactly <laughs> no uh you'll understand why i'm wearing shades very soon hindsighters we, because we're discussing a very special movie this evening we assume that mr brown likes this movie also but he's not here so we get to tell him what he thinks that's okay uh, i get to be alone with mel so it's all right. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm okay uh, with that. And I get uh, Julia. Yeah, you get that's Julia. Good. I get that's Mel. Good. That's a that's a that's decent not, trade off. It's not it's not awesome, but it's a. Uh, hey, she looks, she's beautiful. Ju- Julia Roberts actually looks very lovely in this movie. She looks lovely in every yeah. movie. What are you talking about? She's she, a hookup with a hot of gold. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, she is. Pretty woman walking oh, down the street. No, I was talking about Aaron Brockovich. Well, there you go. Yeah, there's that too. But uh, yes, yeah, so Hindsiders, the movie we are discussing this week. It was Darth Jader's pick. Uh, well, it was sort of a mutual pick, honestly, between yeah. Jason and myself uh, with Mr. Brown out of town. <laughs> that rhymed. We chose Conspiracy Theory from 1997. A wonderful year. Yes. One year before the greatest year in motion picture, uh, picture history. And I was nine years old. Uh, <laughs> I graduated in 96 from high school. <laughs> So this was 97. I hang out with older Well, wait a minute. So wait, did I see this? I guess I was a freshman in college when I saw this. I would assume so, yes. That's right, because this is actually the story. And spoiler alert. You know, which... Beware. Yeah, come on. Um, When I saw this movie, one of the most enjoyable movie-going experiences of my life was um, throughout the entire movie, there's, you know, um, which is obviously about conspiracy theories, and Mel Gibson is somebody who is very much into conspiracy theories. NASA comes up a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. And <laughs> I was trying to kill the president. Yeah, yeah, and I saw this movie on opening night, and back then, opening night, even for a movie that was just, a, you know, a, a Richard Donner, Mel Gibson movie, right? Uh, there was a line. People were waiting to get into the theater. And we watched it. We went to the early showing. And on the way out, I was walking out with my friends. Mm -hmm. And we were walking past the line of people waiting to go in. And I said, I can't believe it was NASA the whole time. (laughs) You've told this story (laughs) before. But now now I can say, yeah. And you blew the movie for everybody waiting in line. (laughs) But But actually, how happy were they when they got to the end of the movie and they realized... It wasn't NASA. It was not indeed. That's true. It was, hello, I'm Patrick Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Picard, I think you mean. Uh, Let's get get our Only as an American, so he's Captain Picard in this movie. You know, that... Every single time he came on screen while I was watching this, 
every single time in my head i heard and i'm patrick stewart oh my god of course you did well this is one of the few projects that you hear patrick stewart with an american accent and he does it i can't think of anything else i have never i've never seen seen him him, in anything i'm not saying he hasn't done anything else with an american accent i'm just saying this is the only sample i have of it i've never seen him do anything with an american accent besides this movie mel pulls off the beanie he does. He does. He pulls it off. I love me some Mel, Mel Gibson. Mel pulls off everything. You know what? Oh, my I, God. I, I, I'm, I'm confident enough in my heterosexuality Hi, Mel. to say I love Mel Gibson. Seriously. <laughs> I fucking love Mel Gibson. I know Gibson. you had a meltdown. We're not really concerned about that. We're more of the forgive and forget type. Who hasn't had a meltdown? Seriously, who hasn't had a, who has not had it's a bad day It's 2021. Are we really going to judge people like yeah, that? Yeah, post-COVID, come on. Mel, we love you. Darth Jader loves you. If you call her before Mel, Tom, it's it's really just a race now between you and Tom. So Mel, let's, see let's what go happens. grab a beer and talk about <laughs> Vatican II. Yes, my goodness. So uh, let's give a synopsis to the Hindsiders who okay. may not be familiar with this movie, Jason. So most people won't, and I will tell you, I talked to LJ today. He actually didn't even remember this movie existed. Monsieur Lezun has not seen this movie. No, he saw it with me. He was in the theater with me whenever I did that. But he it. Mo- no nobody remember no one remembers this movie oh he got shot up with the gravy that's why <laughs> he doesn't remember so anyway the synopsis hindsiders for those of you who don't know new york city cabbie fletcher uh excuse me jerry fletcher mel gibson is an expert on paranoid conspiracy theories he is also infatuated with government lawyer alice sutton julia roberts who permits his attention because he once rescued her from a mugging however when jerry is captured and put through psychotic tests things go awry uh the description is much more you know it's detailed it's, than that but it, it yeah. goes on for too long so. well it, it's definitely a movie you have to watch it twice because the second time you see a lot of things that you missed in the first place well you couldn't have known you know, yes. like when he's having, when he's looking at the arc welder in the beginning of the movie. Yes. And you see these images and you see the gravy thing and mm-hmm. you see the, the power plant and it's like, well, wait a minute. That was, he hasn't, that, that hasn't happened yet. No. Oh. I, the movie does a very good job at setting Mel Gibson up to seem like a nut, just to seem like a general psychotic, a, a paranoid schizophrenic, possibly, who somehow is leading his own life and he's not yeah. hospitalized and he's it's just a paranoid. very good script. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. A very good script. And do you know the story about how the uh, screenwriter um, came to become a screenwriter? I do not. Tell me. This is this is beautiful. Uh, Richard Richard Donner was I think he was driving into the studio. OK. And he sees a guy outside holding a sign that says screenwriter. You know, we'll work for we'll, food. We'll work for food, or <laughs> yeah, something like that. And he 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 stopped the car, and he got out, and he said, "Hey, what what's the deal with this sign?" And the guy said, "Look, I want to be a screenwriter. I, I'm I'm here. Give me a chance. I'll write you a screenplay." And it wasn't actually this movie, and it was it was a movie before. It was a previous Richard Donner movie. Aww. Sorry, I'm looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but Richard Donner gave the guy a chance based on him 
hustling out there with the sign. Hey, when you have yeah. hustle, you make it happen one way or the other. Of course, nowadays you can do that in L.A. because you'd just be some other dude. Just <laughs> the other dude doing that on the street. by yeah. the cherry stand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, speaking of hustle, uh, Hindsiders, in case you aren't aware, Darth Jader just changed careers because she also has hustles. So it's just a thing that happened nope, this week. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the wrong sound effect. No, it's actually a positive thing, despite Sorry. Jason's defense. That was it. Thank you. Yes, that's it. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Sorry. Anyway, uh, I did have a career change this week, which is a very positive note in my life. So uh, thank you in advance, Hindsiders. I appreciate your... Hey, do you know do you know what I think of you? Oh, God. What don't you fucking under... Oh, wait, not wrong one. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're unfucking believable. That's what I meant to say. Good for me. Sorry, with Christian, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, he's a box of chocolates. You never know. So you got a job to get. When do you start? I start next Tuesday after Memorial Day. Oh, good for you. Thank you, Christian. (laughs) I can hear you from the kitchen. Goodness, you're loud. And welcome back. Uh, We didn't know you were joining us tonight. That's really exciting. Christian Bale never leaves us. He's always close to our hearts. Yes, he's always right here. but uh, hindsighters, I guess it's no! pro- easy, Christian. I w- go get some ice cream. Go back to the kitchen. But anyway, You're a nice guy. I, oh, well, there well, you go. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't identify Enjoy as a guy, cream. but I'll I'll accept the compliment regardless. So anyway, hindsighters, I bet you're wondering why Darth is really wearing her shades tonight, and that's because we're watching conspiracy theory. And I don't want them to find me. I don't want Captain Picard to destroy me and, you know, give me the gravy shot. And so, I'm Patrick uh, Stewart. Yes. <laughs> we need to talk about the bad guy in this movie. Who yes. is uh, the bad guy in the movie is Patrick Stewart. And yes. he's playing Patrick Stewart. As Patrick Stewart as Patrick with Stewart. an American accent. Because, you know, you're either Captain Picard, Hamlet, or Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Those are the only three options in life. I mean, that's that's yeah. what I do um, on a day-to-day basis. Every single time when I was previewing this movie... Every time that Patrick Stewart showed up on screen, in my head, I heard, and I'm Patrick Stewart. Shut up, Wesley. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, I, Jason, going back to your original point, I can see why it takes you more than one viewing of this movie to really understand it, because the script does do a phenomenal job. The writer did a phenomenal job in and of itself, because... It's actually a very good movie. It is, because you're set up to believe that Jerry really is this paranoid, kind of schizophrenic person with no ground to stand on, but then it turns out that... He's actually right about every conspiracy theory that he has. Well, the thing is, as far as the screenplay, yeah, as far as the uh, the screenplay works, it's like an onion, and there's layers are like onions. Yeah, there's yeah, there's layers, and you peel it away, and there's more story. You peel the layer away, more story. Peel it away, more story. Yes. Do you hear me, J.J. Abrams? (laughs) Well, he's working on his lens flare. Leave him alone. (laughs) Because if he had done conspiracy theory, it would have just been, oh, I know, there's a guy and he's crazy. And then lens flare. And lens flare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto. (laughs) (laughs) But so this movie starts off, you really just see Mel Gibson slash Jerry. That's his character. He's just this cabbie who shares all of his conspiracy theories and he's super chatty with all of his he's got five subscribers 
he does. He's have only five got he's only got one more subscriber than we do. <laughs> Very true. And we have YouTube. How pathetic yeah, are we? Exactly. He had them in print in the nineties. My God. Are you but, kidding me? This guy would have to work nowadays. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he does work. He's a cabbie. He's decent. No, I mean, and his job. conspiracy Sheesh theory cab stuff. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's doing. Yeah, that was he's the other, lifting yeah. up the skirt yeah. of the night. I, 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 between the Patrick Stewart gag and lifting up the skirt of the night. That Pulling was that was. The <laughs> of the night. I kind of realize why I enjoy this movie more now than I did 25 years ago because there's Don't a laugh. <laughs> it's not right to make fun of the night. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Your it's, daddy re- works so hard for you, little girl. I'll refrost it. It's mm, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> for those non-Bob's Burgers fans, sorry. Yeah, so Jerry does have to re-enter his apartment a different way every single time he goes home. He's clearly paranoid. There's something off about his life, and you think that it's really just all in his head until you discover later in the movie. That's what's so awesome about it. Yes. That's what's so great. It's layered like an onion, yeah. just like you said, Jason. It yes. turns out that he's actually not crazy. No, and that's he's not. that's such a great dynamic for a story. It is because you know it's it's like the uh, the Arrested Development thing when well, you see, when you watch all of Arrested Development, you realize the only one who's really crazy is Michael. Yeah, everybody else yeah. is living Everyone in their own little act- world. They're and actually they're fine. pretty sane. They're yeah. acting accordingly, yeah. depending on what's happening in their yeah. lives. Whereas Michael is the one who's trying to. Yeah, you know, he's the maintain the circus with the monkeys in it. It's crazy. But uh, Jerry's sort of the same way. And he's obsessed with Julia Roberts, as we come to find out. And uh, the book, the hooker with a heart of gold. Oh, my God. Poor Aaron Brockovich. Poor pretty woman walking down the street. But Mel Gibson. I love, I love that he smashes the roach. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, and then he just hangs it back up again. And. What do you mean? Hangs it back up. He, he smashes. It a, he smashes it with the spatula, and then he, he just finds hangs, a roach in his kitchen yeah, sink. Yeah, and then he just hangs the spatula back up again. <laughs> oh, oh! I thought yeah. he hung the roach up, and I was no. like, "What? No!" He puts it in a you know an old Chinese food box. But so you come to find like at Jerry's apartment, not only is his pantry, uh, what do you call that? The the, uh, like the storefront. It's uh, like a storefront yeah. bar cage uh, that prevents yeah. people from getting into his pantry. He's got a padlock on his refrigerator and on all of his containers. That but his Lee and Perrin's were Chestershire sauce is not locked. Which what I did you just call it? <laughs> Worcestershire. Worcestershire. No, no. <laughs> you see, we're gonna have a debate I'm because saying. unlike some Robin Hoods, at least I can speak with a British accent. Oh my. <laughs> Good for it's you. the Shire of Worcester. <laughs> anyway, <Yes. laughs> Carrie would be so ashamed of me right now. But anyhow, uh, Mel Gibson does keep all of his food, not just his refrigerator, but individual. His yogurt. Know, his yogurt, his coffee, his coffee like individual yeah. foods in his refrigerator. He keeps them padlocked with different combinations. He's so paranoid about mm-hmm. somebody poisoning him or dosing him. Well, that's him. the least of it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, because, you know, as it turns out, he has the entire apartment designed to go up in flames. He does. He's got it padded yeah. so where he can't burn down the building. No, he can only burn down his own yeah. apartment, which is, I he's think an that's extremely, neighborly. Yeah, he's a very clever guy. That's neighborly. Like, in you fact, don't want to burn down, no, uh, yeah, he's you know, thinking about it. Miss Smith's apartment next J- door. Jerry, She's a nice old lady. Jerry is actually a brilliant 
brilliant guy. Yes, it's it's very Manchurian candidate slash Jason Bourne. Uh, it, it's he's uh, brainwashed. You come to find later in the movie. So spoiler alert. Sorry, hindsighters. But yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, he's been abused. He he has been by government methods. Uh, he was experimented upon, which like is, a guinea pig, which is all totally true you one of the first clues that you see with jerry the the fact that he might not be completely just schizof schizophrenic like paranoid all that he uh he has a problem with one of his fares he's taking a guy home and he yeah. starts talking to the guy because the guy that he picks up and takes home the guy kisses this woman sort of passionately on the sidewalk and mel gibson's like Oh, you're in love with yeah, her. I saw her. the way you kissed her. That's like, the it's, sound of love. Yes. Uh, ah. And he's like, I don't even call it love. I call it Geronimo. Because what he says is, when you're in love, you'll jump right from the top of the Empire State and you won't even care, screaming Geronimo the whole way down. Love gives you wings. And then he's talking about Julia Roberts and he says, oh, I'd die for her. And I thought it was Red Bull. Red Bull gives you wings. No, no, Red Bull gives you a horrible cancer. Sponsor us, yeah. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> but so you come to find that the lady that Mel Gibson is, he's in love with Julia Roberts and he stalks her. Fun and fact. That's, do you know who almost got the part before Julia Roberts? Please tell me. Jodie Foster. Ew. Well, no. Okay, well, let's reserve our judgment. I like Jodie Foster. No, no, no. I like her, but, like, I can see why she didn't get... She didn't end up being Alice because there's... With well, Jodie Foster, I don't think of romantic stories. With Julia Roberts, I can see the seriousness of her character along with the fact that she could there, fall for a guy like Jerry. There was one person who could think of a romantic story, and his name was John Hinckley. Because oh he shot, because <laughs> he shot remember, Reagan. he shot Ronald Reagan. He did. And, and why did he shoot Ronald Reagan? Because he was part of the, um, to impress Jodie Foster. Yeah, that's the reason. You're kidding me. That's the, that's, I've that's, never that's, heard that's this. the stated reason. It was to impress Jodie Foster. Shared gas. <laughs> I've never heard of this. And so it's sort of like, she seriously, did. that's why he shot President Reagan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, she didn't do the movie because she was uh, already committed to do um, Contact. Oh, right. With Matthew McConaughey. And but, but I it, think that but, this, this would be an excellent opportunity <laughs> for me to take my show off for the aliens. I know those aliens. I can't do it. McConaughey. It's hard to make fun of him because he's actually Buick. an incredible. What are we, I know. He's yeah. such a talented actor. I love, Matt, I love Matthew McConaughey. But, Buick. Yeah, what are Sofa. we thinking of? <laughs> um, what are we doing? No, but. It's it's convenient that she didn't do the movie because she she does have sort of a not a role in but a personal t a connection, connection to, to one of the yes, conspiracy theories the in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh my god. Yeah. That, yeah, that would have been a little too on the nose. I would have felt cheap doing that myself. John Hinckley probably would have seen this movie in prison and just just plots themselves and been like, oh, they made a movie about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Hinckley. Yeah. But yeah, um, another thing that we have to touch on that we already passed, pardon me, Hindsiders, is that when Mel Gibson was in the cab, he was talking about the uh, black helicopters. And that comes up multiple times that, throughout yeah, the movie. That, that is, yeah. He Put says, because uh, Mel Gibson, yeah, he's quite chatty with all of his fares and he says, black helicopters in whisper mode, they're everywhere. And you, you just have to look out for them. And there are people just, uh, you know, dropping from the helicopters yeah. and come and sneak it up on you. I kind of feel like in New York that people would notice, but 
even it's like I don't know if it would necessarily be the noise of the helicopter, but that there's a fucking helicopter right there. Yeah, there's so much going on. You would see it. I, yeah. Even though there's all this street clatter, yeah. I totally understand what you're saying, Jason. Now, it's like you're 30 feet off the ground. Yeah, I see you well, right and there. Also, helicopters make a lot of wind. They do. They yeah. tend to disrupt. Oh my god! Patterns. Yeah. What? All the newspapers are blowing everywhere, but I don't hear anything. It's a little bizarre. Yes. Now, an interesting thing that I noticed on subsequent viewing. Did you notice whenever Mel Gibson early in the movie he goes into Julie Robert Alice's office mm. when she's sitting down and she goes to take her coat off? Mel Gibson goes in there and takes her coat off. Okay. Very gentlemanly, and she's very... Yes, he's so chivalrous with her. He's so but, protective and sweet. But there's an there's a, a hint that the screenwriter puts in there showing that Patrick Stewart is the exact opposite of Jerry. Because when Patrick Stewart is having lunch in the hospital cafeteria with Alice, uh-huh. he he pulls her chair back. As a gentleman, and you can see on Alice's face how uncomfortable that makes her. Well, I mean, that's a thing. It, it's an interesting, just like with Jerry, it's okay, you can take my coat off. Well, and yeah. see, but see, I think that's the differentiation between how they know each other. So, hindsighters for Jason already kind of, well, I read it in the synopsis, but uh, Jerry rescued Julia Roberts, he rescued Alice. That's their first interaction. So she has this chivalrous and, you know, mindset toward him where she feels yeah. safe with him. She knows that even though he's pretty kooky and he's got his quirks, like he's not going to harm her yeah. at any given point. Well, and, and rem- Whereas remember Pat- the backstory, though, about her father. Yes, her, her father was murdered, was murdered. for those who don't know. Yeah. Uh, he was assassinated. And uh, you come to find spoiler alert that it was actually jerry who was supposed to assassinate alice's father he didn't however but uh, ever since uh alice's father made uh jerry vow that he would look after alice right so uh, that's why no matter what everything that's going on he's basically the terminator kind of uh uh, with everything that's going on he gets you know the gravy shot into his brain and he he gets the psychosis and the they mess with his mind unfortunately and they met like they just they turn him inside out like they scramble him like an egg but then he the one solid thing that he cannot let go is alice because that was because he agreed to that yes he's he he affirmatively Said, I will take I, care I'm of going Alice. to do this as opposed to it being forced upon him. Yes, you it's know. something that he wanted to do. And Alice <laughs> turns out to be the reason why Jerry didn't assassinate her yeah. father because he saw her. He laid eyes on yeah. Alice and he was just dumbstruck. And, and he couldn't it, he couldn't get over her. He loved her. immediately. Yeah. And it, it's amazing to me. Literally, when I was a kid. And see, this movie came out in 97, so I was 18. Yeah, about 18. (laughs) You know, when you say like, it's not that bad. 18. We're not that different in age. No, yeah. Especially now that we're in our 30s and 40s, who cares? Yeah, when I'm (laughs) 80, it's really not going to make a fuck worth a difference. I'll be there pretending like we're still doing our podcast in our nursing home. Don't worry. Um, But no, but whenever I was a kid and for the past. 50 years before then, 
Oh, and this is a part where you also say that Jerry's not paranoid, but keep right, going. Yeah, no, Jerry's not paranoid. Yeah, no, he's not. But no, but for decades and decades, it was just a given thing that nobody fucking trusted those fucking cocksuckers at the CIA. Oh my god! Well, nobody it's did. Just Slater. No, it's but, a I mean, that, but go through movie after movie after movie. Go all the way back. To, you know. You know, to you know, jeez, uh, all the presidents, men. It doesn't day matter. Of the, but... Yeah, whatever. Uh, day of the jackal. You know, I mean, the intelligence community was always seen as bad because they were so inherently secret and so inherently powerful. You never knew what their next move was going to be. And it we, could be anything. Yeah, and you had, you know, you had uh, the Democratic Senator uh, Church back in the 70s with the famous Church Commission, uh-huh. where he uncovered all of these th- horrible things that CIA and FBI did. And it's so amazing to me that all of a sudden everyone's so comfortable with the CIA and the FBI, and it's like, no, they, they've, the they've, they've been the bad guys for a long time. They, they haven't changed. Yeah, they're still, they're still, you know, yeah. you know, above the law, et cetera, et cetera. And I will get off my soapbox. No, and I'm need, Patrick Stewart. You need to have your alarm system. And this is something that I want. I don't think I texted this to you, Jason, but you can show the hindsighters. So Jerry has a sophisticated system at his apartment where he puts a beer bottle on the top of uh, his door handle. So it Very can drop. Clever. Yes. Very clever. So it can drop and shatter. It's his own, you know, home alarm system. It's just a beer bottle. Now, what you just saw, Hindsiders, is my dog gate, and it stays in front of my front door in case somebody is clever enough to whittle their way through my front door, and then the gate will fall down and clatter, and I'll be made aware to anybody's presence in my house in case my dogs don't pick up on it. So I'm a little bit of a Jerry. I've got my well, own extra alarm system at the house. That's why I scatter caltrops uh, every <laughs> night. I sprinkle them. Outside and inside the door. Like you do. Yeah. Yes. And when I run out, I go to, I don't know, area defense <laughs> dot com. <laughs> I love it. That's it's so thorough. But yes, now we're to our first torture session. So With, I'm Patrick Stewart. Yes. Uh, Jerry has pushed the envelope a little too hard. He has his five subscribers who you come to find are all dead except for one. And uh, so Patrick Stewart rounds up mel gibson and takes him to a rave takes him to uh (laughs) it's basically a rave is there always a pool or was there just a pool later uh when no there's a pool here okay there's always a pool when he's torturing his subject They, they don't they don't waterboard him because waterboarding is where you put like a towel over their no, mouth. No, they straight and put, they, act, in the they water. actually put his fucking head underwater. Yes, they <laughs> you know. they straight up try to quasi drown him. Which, which I was watching this and you know you watch this movie and it's it's weird because this movie it's rated R, but Richard Donner really pushed for it to be PG thirteen. And he really tried to make it a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, and it has a lot of humor in it. It does. It, and it's even subtle, the, though. Even the music is kind of lighthearted at times. I love you, baby. But the thing is, like, you're watching this and you can't help but put yourself in Mel Gibson's place. Oh, absolutely. Like it. And, and I'm watching this and I'm thinking, if you dunk my head underwater and you're trying to get something out of me, I'm just going to breathe the water in. 
Really? You're not getting shit out of me, asshole. I guess it depends on how important the information I'm is. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. <laughs> and you can go fuck yourself. Okay. You've got nerves of steel, sir. He's dead. And I'm Patrick Stewart. <laughs> but, I mean, Patrick Stewart does play the villain rather convincingly. because, And growing oh, up Marvel. watching he, him on yeah. Star Trek, I this was the first time I ever saw him as the villain growing this up. This is his best movie role since Life Force. I've never seen Life Force. I'm, I'm trying to refute. I thought that was going to be one of the Make You Cry movies that you were going to force me to watch. No, it's good. It's, oh, okay. Well, it's good for men and lesbians. Yeah. For anyone I, else, it's... I don't no, know that I'd be into it. <laughs> let's talk about the fact that uh, Patrick Stewart gets a little too close to Mel's face. Uh, well, he kind of has to because Mel has to uh, bite his nose almost I hate this off. level in Wolfenstein when you're in the wheelchair just... Hey, Fucking hated that level. So, okay, Mel Gibson is, uh, he's strapped to a wheelchair and his legs are free enough that he can kind of crab walk himself away from his torturers. Yeah, they, they should have put those little brakes on. That's how he, you know, they should have, I, I don't know, this is kind of a cheap wheelchair, I don't know if it even has Ah, uh, Maybe not, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's Mel It's the Gibson, one George bought for that girl after he, uh, never mind. What? In that episode of Seinfeld. Oh my God. <laughs> when he got the cheapest, the cheapest wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, insiders. But Mel Gibson is literally running away while strapped to a wheelchair, and he falls down a set of stairs and gets uh, impaled by parts of the wheelchair. Is this <laughs> funny? I can't tell if this scene is funny or not because with no it's sound funny and it's serious. Yeah, with no audio, it's hilarious. Yeah, it, because <laughs> Mel Gibson's eyes are kind of. Uh, I'll take my sunglasses off for just a moment. Mel Gibson's eyes are kind of. Yeah, because they, they so they can torture yeah. him with uh, strobe lights. <laughs> he kills two dudes. He kills two guys while strapped to a wheelchair. It's insane. He knocks one out of a four-story window. Yeah, it's insane. But <laughs> and then he, no, with no sound, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> yes, it could be a vaudevillian sort of well, film if you really wanted well. it to be. <laughs> But uh, I guess the joke's on me. Poor Mel Gibson. He's, but the poor guy, Jerry, he's just like a rabid dog yeah. running around for most of the movie and nobody believes him. He's pure survival instinct. Yes. Yeah. And he's operating yeah. on it. It's very like I said, man, uh, Josh was the one to say it at home. He said, oh, so it's very Manchurian candidate because he's never seen this movie yeah. or uh, hasn't watched it for many, many years. And I said, yeah, uh, it's, it's Ooh, a little Jason uh, Bourne. And, and he pulls that spoke, the wheelchair spoke, out of his, like, kidney. Out of his kidney. Or his liver. Uh, you're not really whatever. sure. Uh, but it's got to be painful. It's something and, that doesn't supposed to have a hole in it. Yeah, yeah, poor Mel. He's in shock, and he's got to get to a hospital. He needs help. He needs help so desperately. And now, But what? But who's the person he seeks out? And he doesn't go to a hospital. Alice. Yeah, he, he goes, goes to Alice. To Alice yes. now, let me tell you one thing, though. And I, I, I do... You know, maybe I should feel bad for thinking this, but so Patrick Stewart leans in. Mel Gibson lunges forward, gets his nose, Patrick Stewart's nose in Mel's mouth. Uh-huh. If I was in that situation, I can promise you one thing. You wouldn't have a nose left. I would. It would be in my mouth when it was over with. I guess it just yeah. depends. I'm, or it would be hanging by a thread. Because uh, who bit off, uh, was it a Vander Holyfield's? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson bit yeah, off Mike a Tyson. Vander Holyfield's that was a an chunk ear. of his ear. And, that, and that's cartilage. It's the same thing. If, yeah. If, if Iron Mike can do it, come on, Mel. Well, when you look at the stitches later, I know I'm a bit of a nerd. The stitches are actually higher up 
on Picard's nose. So I don't think that Mel got a That's bit why of you have cartilage. to chew. You have to chew. <laughs> so this to, is the strategy, hindsighters. If you're ever strapped to a chair and you have to bite off someone's nose, bite the tip. Just yeah. the tip. Yeah, just, just the, the tip. tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Are you going to pay for your lunch? Just the tip. <laughs> and then go see Julia Roberts. Yes, at, at City Hall, where you can wave a gun yeah, and somehow she, come out alive. She works at City Hall, Federal U.S. Justice Department, District Attorney of something. Yeah, she, she's an attorney for the Justice <laughs> it's, Department, it's, yes. It's, it's, it's very convoluted. Because well, Mel even has a quote about that in the beginning of the movie. He says, oh, it's my girl, Justice. She's wearing a blindfold. So it's... I mean, it's definitely City Hall. It's just, you know, Alice works there. and But it's the she, good City Hall. You can't fight City Cause, Hall. Because the bad guys are at the other City Hall. And that's the bad City Hall. What do you mean the other well, they're, City they're at a, Hall? Remember, he goes to the courthouse. Where the okay. CIA literally on the directory, it says Central Intelligence Agency. Like it does. Yeah. Uh, I course. just feel like that's a giveaway. Yeah, it's... You know? I, I know where they are. I know the but, Soviets are gone, but come on, guys. Seriously, these days, I mean, maybe in 97, this could have happened where Mel Gibson comes in and waves a gun around City Hall. He'd be dead already. Well, think about these it. Days. I mean, every one of the um, the wide shots of New York, what do you see? The Twin Towers. And, yeah. and, it, and you can't watch it without thinking this was made in a different world. I wasn't going to bring that up. But yeah, but it, it, it's totally different world. I mean, they have metal detectors and it's like, hey, give me your keys, you know? Yeah. they're And they're just like, Jerry, yeah, keys. Jerry, and keys. he just throws them at the yeah, guard and yeah. the guard throws them back. It's it the 90s hindsighters. For Aww. those of you who didn't really live through them, uh, you know, look, look, Mel's all getting all like he's like he's got mush brain like and he, he's going to go to sleep. And Julia Roberts is just like holding him. Yeah, she she's they're sheltering him, it. and he uh, <laughs> he no, they never do. That's the thing about uh, this movie no, yeah, is that right. spoiler alert: the the their star-crossed lovers, hindsiders, they don't wind up together. Are you going to bone her? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could, because there's this sweet moment later in the movie when they're in the subway, and Mel Gibson's just like, you know, I wish I could just find a, some charming old-fashioned way to come up and ask you to marry me. Like, I, I'm so in love with you. It's insane. Mary. And, Mary. Yeah. Mar oh, Mary. <laughs> but it, he just, he's so in love with Alice. Oh, yeah. And it, it wasn't even because of her father. Her father charged Mel Gibson slash Jerry with the task of looking after you his daughter. You know who daughter, should play her father? But who? Patrick Stewart. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're evil twins. <laughs> and on that note, we have to take a time out. Yes, we're going to peace out for yeah. a second, Hindsiders, but we will be back in approximately one minute. Second. Sure. <laughs> and we're back. Hi. Took a little bit longer than we thought. I uh, ran out of alcohol, so we had to push back, uh, push back everything a few days. Yes, um, it is It is now Memorial Day, so happy Memorial, yeah, to, yeah. Memorial Day to all of those who never made it home, we appreciate you. And uh, for those of you watching this when it comes out, uh, you know, on YouTube, Memorial Day was a few days ago. But, you know, it's the spirit. Yes, it's exactly. the thought that counts. We always appreciate our veterans and those who did not make yes. it back. Anybody who served our country, we are extremely proud to call you a fellow American. So thank you. Absolutely. And so the movie has moved into Alice. Alice has changed. Al yes, there's Alice, been a gear yeah, shift in Alice's yeah. attitude toward Jerry. Alice time. is definitely the protagonist of the movie. 
Jerry's the antagonist. Oh, big Jerry time. stays basically the same the entire movie. And her, her whole world gets yeah. turned upside down. She she falls in love in a matter of days, and yeah. or you don't you don't really know what the timeline is, do you? It's it's Not probably really. a couple of weeks. Yeah, it feels like it. Yeah, that's probably a little bit longer. But yeah, so Alice, she kind of yo-yos with Jerry, honestly, because. You know, at first, what did she say when he first shows up to the courthouse? She goes, oh, this guy has a loss or a restraining order waiting to happen. Right. Yeah. And she's just sort of tolerant of him because he saved her from a mugging at one point. She's got a good feeling about him, but she knows. Yeah, he's ultimately a good man. But well, he's telling her crazy stuff. He is. He's trying to he's trying to convince her to call Washington and warn, warn the president. Warn the president. That they're going to kill him with an earthquake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you the know, they, and that's what she keeps asking. Yeah. She's like, "Who's they, Jerry? Them? They? Who? Who is it?" And he doesn't know. He can't tell her because he's been brainwashed. Well, yeah, you come to yeah, find. Yeah. It's a it's a very Manchurian candidate, Jason Bourne kind of a situation where yeah. he doesn't have the memory that he needs to really clarify what happened to him, and, and why he has these really odd triggers, like with uh, once he starts melting down, and they they put the gravy in his oh, yeah, system the when they shoot yeah. him up uh he starts like envisioning looney tunes and yeah. all these other crazy things so it you never it, it takes a while to get down to the bottom of what jerry's actual problem is and jerry of course is he has become separated from alice because alice found out that jerry was watching her and yes, didn't well, care for that because and, when they, which is totally understandable because when they escape his apartment she sees that there's a shrine to her right. like pictures paintings you name it well but then he then he starts he scares saying, her yeah. when, because he's like oh he sees the picture of her father in the apartment knowing that her father's dead and uh, her yeah. treadmill faces away from that picture he's like that's why you push yourself you're running away from the photo of your dad because you like there's some you know, feeling about that. And she was like, oh, my God, are you watching me, Jerry? What are you sitting in your car? And she's looking yeah. out of her blinds to see, like, where he might have been parked. Yeah, and he, he's not smart enough to go. No. Well, she already I, saw I, the I, shrine. I just, so, I, I mean, you know, I, I just uh, put two and two together. You yeah. Know? So she's upset with him. And, you know, those crazy things keep happening to where she can't trust him. And then she she's getting half truths. It's like Gary Cole, is it? The um, guy, the guy in the front seat. This, I look, the, the, he looks he very looks, familiar. He looks like Gary Cole, but I, I, I don't think it's him. It might not be. Let's see. Oh, uh, classic. No, no, prank. no. That's not Gary Cole. Yeah, classic prank tying a uh, a fruit stand to the back of your enemy's car. Yeah. <laughs> that guy does look like Gary Cole. He but does. No, that's not. Yeah. Him. He he looks like Gary Cole from Office Space. Yeah, he does. Oh, see, now you hit the police car. Now it's going to be a whole big mess. Now it's a huge dilemma. He caused a kerfuffle. Yeah. <laughs> God, I miss Mel Gibson. <laughs> I know, I do too. I just miss that goofy-ass Mel Gibson. Yeah. You know, the the because it's, I mean, well, it is serious. Well, this is one of the first movies I ever saw him in and realized I had a crush on him. I was just like, he's so sweet. And like, but he, he was just one of the classic leading men before he had his meltdown. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, he's back. He's as back as as I think he's going to be. Yeah, I mean, um, I am disappointed. Last Christmas, one of my one of my goals for last Christmas was to watch Fat, Fat Man. Man, and I didn't do it. Oh, it's already out. It, well, yeah, I think it was straight to straight digital. to streaming or something. Yeah, straight to okay. digital. Yeah, and I was going to watch it uh, because it just looked like okay, it's Mel Gibson being actiony goofy silly mel gibson again uh, and and i do want to see it i'll, I'll save it for next christmas he's I santa guess. claus so is he fat in that movie like did he gain weight for it i don't know let's find out probably so i mean i would have to assume so you know 
Uh, but then he gets back into shape because, like, Santa Claus is a badass who used to work for the government. Oh, kind of like and, Kurt Russell in that other yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell has now played Santa Claus. He's got, like, the third of, his, of the... <laughs> it was bizarre enough when Billy Bob Thornton played Santa Claus. Like, he wasn't the real Santa Claus. Yeah, he was a mall Santa, yeah, that but was still. A mall Santa, though. It was still, though. And, you know... Oh, my God, is Walter Goggins in Fat Man? I might watch it now. I don't know. Uh, the bad guy from Justified, the one with the bird hair, Boyd Crowder... I don't, he's he's I don't Raylan's he, like arch nemesis. Yeah, I don't. I assume he is. No, he, I'm seeing oh, him in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You know what I what I'm curious about is what happened to Julia Roberts. I haven't seen her. She became a mother, and uh, I think she's just started focusing on her family because she's been married something like three times, and uh, I think she finally, I think she settled down with either a cameraman or a producer, somebody who's not really in the limelight. Yeah. Uh, but she's got kids. Well, that's good. No, he doesn't I, look fat in this. I like the idea of people here. You show the hindsiders. That's Walter. Yeah, there you go. It's either Walter or Walton Goggins. I can't remember. Walton. Walton Goggins. There you go. Yeah, so that'll that'll be this. We'll do that this uh, this Christmas. That sounds like yeah, fun. We'll, we'll do that. Now that I see that Mel's not morbidly obese in it, yeah, I'll I'll check it out. He does still sport the beard. You know, he's he's in the, he's definitely in a beard phase. He is. It, and it was really wild there for big, a second. Yeah, it beard. wasn't a, yeah. it was not a fashionable one by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Um, but no, I, I like the idea that Julia Roberts got out of the game. I don't know that she got out of the game. I'm looking at her IMDb right now. I don't know that she she's probably in something that I just haven't heard of. Yeah, you know. I think she's just doing different kinds of projects. Maybe she's doing indie stuff. Who knows? Well, she might be. That's what a lot of the actors do when they try to cool things down from their careers but you know especially when they have a family because yeah. she's not one of the actresses that like transitioned to television when that happened kind of because no. you know a lot of actors do that just because they have a steady place to live for a longer period of time yeah and she didn't start goop and start selling oh, vagina sweet candles jesus gwyneth paltrow what happened <laughs> I think did you th- knock your head too hard no those Marvel I'm, movies? I'm pretty sure gwyneth paltrow was always nuts and uh you know, now she's just got the freedom to express her insanity. Yeah. Um, oh, see, I say that, but she's in a TV series called Gaslit that apparently... Never heard of it. Um, oh, wait, wasn't she in that movie that... She was in that Amazon series that with the dead goldfish. Um, Dancing Women or oh, Dancing Woman? No, it was like... Uh, it was the one about people like vets. It was a place for vets to come back. Yes. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, that's about. that's it. That's it. Um, she was in that. I didn't see it. Um, I didn't either, so that's why the the uh, titles are not jumping out at me. But she's been no, she's been working not nearly as much as she used to. But she's got a movie called Ticket to Paradise coming out in twenty twenty two, so she's still working. Yeah, sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. So I shall pass. Um, <laughs> no, but getting back to conspiracy theory, the movie does sort of change a bit where it it's it goes from sort of focusing on the conspiracy stuff. To being a kind of classic 80s, 90s fugitive. A little bit. You, you good, kind of expect good the gender from Scrubs to run out and say, Kimball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's 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 evading, you know, law enforcement. But the cool thing is that he's not evading, you know, the cops. He's invading this all powerful, you know, omnipotent, omniscient, Captain you know, intelligent, Picard. intelligent community. Yeah. Led by Captain Picard. Yes. Because, I mean, uh, he was trained by them. It's just like how Jason Bourne can give the government the slip the same way when yeah. you train somebody to be that stealthy and that intelligent. Yeah. yeah it's going to happen. Ah, New York in the 90s. <laughs> Look at that. God, that town was so cool. I've never been. It is such a shame what's happened to that town. Got it's on. just not it's just not the same. Oh. You know, Um 
In fact, what was it? They were, I saw the other day, they were filming an episode of Mrs. Maisel. And I don't remember which park they were in, but they actually had to stop filming because there was a shooting. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, um, was it's it the one where she went to the the rally to prevent them building a new road? Like, which season I, were you watching? It, I, no, 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 no. I think this just happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is yeah. brand new. I don't, yeah, I don't think, I don't I don't, yeah, I don't think it's an episode that's come out yet. Hmm. Um, but uh, no, but I haven't seen it either. So I wouldn't know. Hmm. Um, I, I've been too busy, you know, uh, catching up on Letterkenny. God. which. What is it? We boys in Letterkenny, my God. Well, it, it's it's like I've said. If you watch, it's not, I didn't come up with this. Somebody else came up with it. If you watch three episodes of a TV series, it's part of your life now. That's like tasting food. Yeah. One is to like establish and then you, I don't remember yeah, what over, it was. Yeah. Uh, once you get to your third bite, that's like the, the clinger for foods that yeah. you're, you're going to finish. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of the same concept. It's a good show. I, I, I'm, I just started the second series and I feel like about the third episode of the second series, it's like come together from a comedic standpoint. And I actually found myself laughing. Well, in the first season yeah. is always a little piecemeal yeah. because the characters are still finding their voices. Yeah. You can, cause that's one thing that I've heard so much about with Shit's Creek is that people could not get past even the first couple of episodes, let alone the first season, which I didn't really understand because I, yeah, I adore yeah. every second of yeah. Shit's Creek. It, 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 I mean, I, when I watched it the second time, I could tell that, there were the characters were different, but it did. It, it never just jumped out at me. Yeah, it know? was never like a sore thumb or anything. But I there's thought, a lot. There's a lot of shows like that. I mean, Seinfeld. The first season of Seinfeld is nowhere near as good as it gets. Um, there's all most shows don't manage to hit it right away. Bob's Burgers did. Oh, Bob's Burgers Archer. has been perfect since day one. Yeah. My God. Um, anything Graham Linham ever did, the IT crowd, Black Books. Uh, I don't know. Archer kind of spun out for me, like with the whole. Oh, later on. Yeah, mean? later oh, on. Oh, yeah, no, it, I mean, like from the beginning. It was like, consistent. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting yeah. the ground running. It was consistent you know? with the characters and their development. And yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. But yeah, Julia Roberts is be- being gaslit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because she every time she thinks that she can trust jerry picard comes up with some kind of half truth and he's the one who reveals to her the fact that jerry was the one who i think he says like straight out that jerry was the one who assassinated her father yeah who was a judge right stop making stop letting him make you believe things yeah exactly he doesn't even have to shoot her up with gravy my god he just tells her little half truth lies and and she believes him well she's you know she think about it she's a justice department attorney yeah, she's, she's, she's a logical well, woman. Well, she's in that system, you yeah. know? And, like, it, people in the system tell you things. You tend to believe it over a guy who's definitely a bit odd. Yeah, you know? odd is yeah. putting it lightly. Um, He's so, definitely disturbed. Yeah, and it's like, well, what's easier to believe? What this guy's saying or what Jerry's saying? Well, Especially since this guy's, you know, an official. He, right. he ranks above her. He wears a nice suit. And Jerry's yeah. running around in a New York yeah. Catholic and jeans and just, you know, tying fruit carts to SUVs. Right. So right. it's but he that that's the admirable thing about his character. And I think that's where she ultimately finds trust in him is he's always trying to protect her. He never hurts her. He never loses. He never loses his mind on her or like yeah. goes crazy in her direction. He's crazy a lot around her. And well, yeah. The, but the yeah. worst thing he and I'm not saying this, this is a light crime by any means. The worst thing he does is watch her. 
And that's yeah. because yeah. you come to find it's because her dad charged him with her right. protection. He was like, look after my girl when he was dying. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert, Hindsiders, Mel Gibson did not kill Julia Roberts' no. father. He was programmed to do so by the shady Captain Picard, but he didn't go through with it. By the CIA. By the CIA. And he must have drank him about 15 Dr. Peppers. And, and it is interesting because when you go back to the beginning of the movie, when he's when Jerry is talking... Uh, to the guy and saying like, oh, you know, this girl I love, you know, and it's like, you know, well, does she know that? Huh? No, you know, I've never told her, yeah. you know, and then he just says, I would die for her. Yeah. And it sounds creepy, but then you realize that it's like Jerry's sublimating. He knows he's got this attachment to her. But he doesn't he kno- understand And he why. doesn't know it. So his brain just says, well, you must be in love with her. Geronimo. That's what yeah. he calls love. He calls it because yeah. you just, you have to, it's like jumping off the Empire State. You're right. yelling Geronimo the whole way down. Yeah. And I, I think we mentioned that earlier in the episode, but oh yeah. So Picard flashes a picture of Julia Roberts with her father and she's got a past activity. She used to be an equestrian, but she doesn't ride anymore. She because was an equestronaut. She, <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot to trot. <laughs> but her her love for writing kind of died along with her father and so she uh mel gibson sees that she's got a picture of her with her horse and yeah do you remember what his name was um Which i one? think it was tiny dancer or something oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was like that's a cute name for a horse oh my yeah. god but uh so she's kind of evasive when mel gibson's looking into that and he's right. like oh do you still ride and she's like no and just sort of puts the picture down and dismisses it. No, it's a character trait. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do some exposition on this later. Okay, fine. I can wait. <laughs> so Picard, and I'm just going to call it Picard. Uh, so Picard is attempting to get Alice to betray. To betray Jerry. Jerry. To turn him over, yeah. And it, it's... It is an interesting thing because this is really the crux of of Alice's character changing. Mm-hmm. This is her arc because now it's the rubber's got to hit the road. Yes. Do you really believe Jerry? Do you really want to, you know, put that uh, that kind of confidence in him? Well, especially after she just broke his heart because when they were on the subway together a minute ago, uh, Mel Gibson proposes to her. He He's asking her to marry him and she's just like, what? You're insane. And he trusts her to such a heartbreaking level. Yeah. He falls right into the trap because it's Alice. And yeah. he, there's nothing he wouldn't do for her, even though she turned. And right. the, that's the one bad thing that he does, or like not even bad thing. The one time he turns his back on her is when she's tur- she shuts down his proposal and says no. Like, because he's uh, he says, you don't love me. And she's like, I don't. Or, you know, And she and they're just kind of hemming and hawing. And yeah. he's like, oh, you don't love me. And then he runs away from her because she breaks Meh. his heart so hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 so sad. Yeah. You know who would have been great in a movie with Mel Gibson? Me. Me, Yeah, okay, maybe. Who? uh, Burt Reynolds. A Burt Reynolds, Mel Gibson movie would have been just awesome. That would have stopped the heart of every woman (laughs) in America. Oh, my God. Because we know, we know that when you put Mel Gibson and James Garner together, it's great because they were in Maverick together. Yeah. uh, Which is, (laughs) I love Maverick. It's one of my all-time favorite, just enjoyable movies that's why I'm excited you know. about Goggins being in the movie Fat Man because I love him. He's a fantastic actor. He was on Community. And he it, was the guy who did uh, the 
lie detector test with the gang after Pierce died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry, hindsighters, if you haven't watched Community. But yeah, if you he's, haven't by now. He's hammered at the yeah. end, and he's like, oh, I'm a cool guy. <laughs> I'm fun to hang out with. Like, but yeah, that's Walton Goggins. He's he's amazing. And he was the uh, transvestite hooker on Sons of Anarchy. Oh, well, there you go. He is the bell that does not tell. <laughs> that was his tagline for his business. He's a fantastic actor. I love him. But yeah, so now... They are collaborating with Julia Roberts to trap Jerry. Yeah, and poor thing, she goes with she goes through with the plan. And that's the thing, Jerry's whole thing is he trusts her. Yeah, and that that's both his strength and his fatal flaw. And this this bothered me. It's such a little thing, but this pizza that uh, he ordered to her yeah. office, trying to get her to sneak out and meet him in the street. Uh, she tells them where they're going to be going and, yeah. you know, betrays Jerry. But the pizza looks so disgustingly fake when yeah. he pulls it out of the box. He's like, hey, is that still hot? I'm starving. And he's just yeah. like eating pizza and driving over the bridge. Which is funny because you'd think in New York that would be the easiest prop to come up with. It's yeah. Just, it's just fresh pizza. Genuine looking pizza. Yeah, just, yeah genuine pizza. Uh, and it wouldn't be, wouldn't be that hard to procure. You, it is weird, you know, because every once in a while you are driving down the street and you do see like the SUV. And it uh, it has the government plate. I mean, oh, yeah, we saw an yeah, unmarked we, yeah. SUV the other day on our way to Renfair. Very, and you always just want to say, what do you guys have there to do? There it is, the pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, you know, fortunately he didn't notice the bug. <laughs> that was <laughs> terrible. Oh, look, and they've got a Star Wars thing. They stole that from an X-Wing. Yep, they they totally did. They're going to yeah. blow up the Death Star after yeah. this. Uh, but uh, yeah. These idiots can blow up the Death Star. But uh, this is one thing that I've learned, especially in the acting world, with the eating the pizza, getting back to that for a second. I learned from John C. McGinley that the best food you can possibly have to eat, obviously it's not going to work in a car, but he always says that he tries to go for soup whenever possible because you can't really see, unless they've they've got yeah. a shot of the soup, you don't track yeah. the level that it's at and you can... Yeah, more or less look pretend like to eat at, it yeah, yeah. because if you have multiple takes we have to keep taking a bite of pizza and yeah. you know eating all day long like it makes people sick like with will ferrell and all well, the candy and elf yeah and also i mean you you know it makes you screw up your lines oh yeah see i watched this scene and i just imagined deadpool showing up huh that'd be pretty awesome yeah let's get a wait there okay. was wait was there a mel gibson run what no, it was bruce willis and ryan reynolds they were together in a movie I was going to say Deadpool. And yeah, I don't think Mel Gibson's yeah. ever been in a movie with Ryan Reynolds. Mel Gibson needs to... There, there's... There are so many good pairings yeah. that... We got to get Mel Gibson back out there. Hollywood, seriously. Make it so. Just just do it. Yeah, I mean, Picard, he's still acting. Not very well, but, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not What's he fault. doing now? He's in Picard. Oh, I yeah. haven't seen that. It's I'd... terrible. Oh, <laughs> it's 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 absolutely god-awful because when i first saw the promotions yeah. for it i thought it was just like a fan art thing i didn't even no, know it was no. real no it's real and it is dreadful oh and but see we... even jerry <clears throat> like and he doesn't for a second believe that alice might be the reason why they're right. being followed he already had a game plan in place to ditch the car in the middle of the bridge and yeah. cause a kerfuffle and switch cars and and see, so, he's so chivalrous with her like yeah. he like helps her over the partition and he's he's so in love with her it's ridiculous He's a clever guy. He's yeah. a really clever guy. He really is. And you just, your heart just kind of breaks for him because even that, just having the abandoned vehicle there with the hood up, yeah. so nobody's going to tow it. They just assume somebody's coming oh, back to fix he, it. He sees Battersea Station out there, the power plant. Yes. And um, uh, that causes, that's like a trigger for him yeah. too, isn't it? Yeah. Because isn't that where he was originally that, yeah. 
tortured yeah, and, and brainwashed. Of, and of course, we see that Alice is looking at that, looking at him and seeing his reaction to it. I mean, you know, you know, you know very well that Alice is going to come around pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and realize what's going on, because, you know, let's be honest. I mean, it, the movie can't be too long. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're already very deep into it. Yes. Um, and it's a long movie. Yeah, it's longer than I remember it being, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and when you see the black helicopters, because that's yeah. something that Jerry's kind of spooked about in the beginning. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, they're everywhere. And, and, you know, they're hovering right above the street and you don't see them because they're black. They blend in with the night. Like it's he's <laughs> like, he just comes off so paranoid, but yeah. he has every reason to be. Yeah, you but just it, don't as it turns out, why. it's all true. Yeah. Well, and that's the weird thing, because nowadays, you know, it seems like every day there's another news stories, a, a news story about UFOs um, to the point that the part of my mind that is a little conspiracy theory <laughs> is thinking, okay, you know what? I don't buy that they're UFOs. <laughs> you guys are talking about it way too much. It's something else. You know what it is. It's something that we have or that the Chinese have or something. Yeah. You know, because it's just some <clears throat> unidentified. Yeah. Because it's getting to the point where, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we take this very seriously now. You know, the government's taking this seriously. We're looking into this. Oh, Lord. Um. Either we should all be panicking and running in the streets. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about that for a second. They're actually seriously talking about UFOs. And we all just wake up in the morning and do our thing. And it's like. Because that started in. We first, you know, really cited them right in 2020 or was it 2019? um, Well, the the releases. Uh, uh, came yeah, out in 2020. Yeah, the, the videos were, were captured earlier. That's right, because yeah. everybody was like, oh, yeah, what the hell now in 2020? What fresh hell is this? Because <laughs> we just didn't know. But, you know. But I, speaking of UFOs and such, uh, Jason, on your whiteboard behind you, I see yeah, the big message. <laughs> yes. NASA did it! Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. This is what I did in the movie theater. The official whenever, announcement. Yeah, yeah whenever I, uh, whenever I walked out of the theater, it just made everybody so angry. And it was delightful. I'm sure. Now, Alice still is in the Jerry's bad camp. Yeah, she's teared back into what, that. How does she come back around? Um, she ultimately comes back around because they wind up at the stables. Uh, her, they, mm-hmm. Mel Gibson takes her to her father's property where the stables were. Right. And she... She melts down on him. She even like starts pounding on his chest and hitting him. And he, it kind of shakes him loose. And then he remembers. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, okay. I was, I was supposed to kill your dad. And she, she melts down. Yeah. And then he was like, but I I didn't do it. I didn't do it. He got shot by this person and uh, it was too late. I couldn't do anything about it. And the last thing he told me was to look after you. Right. And so then you, all the pieces of the puzzle finally fall into place. Yeah. But Jerry, unfortunately, gets captured. Yeah. Uh, and Which ends up being a good thing because that's how he kills Captain Picard. No, Julia Roberts kills Captain Picard. Oh, I thought Jerry drowned him. Jerry, uh, they wind up in the pool because yeah. they're fighting each other, but then, and they drop the gun. Picard almost gets the drop on Mel Gibson, yeah. but then they wind up in the pool together where he was being tortured and not even waterboarded, just straight up. Yeah, drowned. drowned. Yeah. Uh, and Julia Roberts shoots him like six times when he's underwater. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. She's yeah. the one who kills him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're arriving at the stables right now, and uh, she doesn't know, A, why Jerry knows where her right. father's estate is. Yeah. And so this is where she freaks out on him and, because it, you know, and uh, to your point, like you said, she's in the legal system. She's a very logical person. Uh, 
so far the pieces add up to Jerry right. having killed her dad, but he didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's still a question of believing a weird taxi driver who believes things that can't be true. And who compulsively buys Catcher in the Rye. Which right. It's funny that they chose that particular book because uh, well, yeah. be- between 61 and 82, The Catcher in the Rye, according to Google, was the most censored book in high schools and libraries in the United States. The book was briefly banned in... Uh, Issaquah, Washington high schools in 78 when three members of the school board alleged the book was part of an overall communist plot. Well, and and it is weird. Um, Jerry's, you know, he's all cloak and dagger as well. And he's got all these odd theories and, you know, they're trying to censor him. They're trying to censor the message because he knows the truth and he's trying to get it out there. Yeah. So it's funny that they chose Catcher in the Rye for that. I mean, I know they did it on purpose. Yeah. Well, because it is the one that that tied into at least a couple of assassinations and assassination attempts. Yes. So it's, um, it, it's a yeah. well-chosen book for this story. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, what's his name? The guy who shot Lennon, um, Mark David Chapman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did have it. You and know? Uh, that's what Mel Gibson was talking about earlier. He's like, you notice how serial killers only have two names and people <laughs> yeah. who assassinate people have three names. Yeah. You know, like serial killers, Ted Bundy. Like it, it, and he just goes off naming all these different people who've murdered. Yeah, but then he can't think of Sir Hans, Sir Hans' middle name. <laughs> and she's like, "Does she say it? No, she doesn't say it. I think I think I read it somewhere where they were like, "Oh, he did have a middle name, and this is what it was." Yeah, I don't remember, yeah. but yeah, because what you come to find is that Jerry's dad, or excuse me, Alice's, Alice's dad, dad was actually working with Jerry because he figured out. That's why he was assassinated. He figured yeah. out what Picard was doing with this uh, MK, MK Ultra, Ultra program, yeah. and so he was trying to help. Which is Jerry. real? Is it seriously? Oh yeah, MK Ultra is real. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like it's hardcore confirmed real. Yeah, because it looks like yeah. it's uh, oh, and Alice even says Manchurian Candidate, electroshock that induces vegetative states, like LSD was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the technology was stolen and eventually shot down when Hinckley shot Reagan. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry was a test subject. But, yeah, the program was apparently terminated in 1973. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it, you know, the, Alice's judge of a father figured all this out. And so yeah. he was trying to help Jerry piece everything together right. and get down to the bottom of the mystery. But he got assassinated for it. Yeah. Probably should have taken some more, you know... <laughs> hardcore steps to maintain your security yeah. if you start fucking with the cia you better there's you, nowhere to hide yeah, you, not you better really. know exactly what the hell you're doing you've got to basically you can't hide you have to stand out and button the way you would do it today is not hiding at all you've got to stand out in public with cameras on you and people all and around show them you. that you're not like i'm trying, not dead yeah i'm not dead okay i am not committing suicide right now if I'm, anything happens get to yourself me, declared sane by a psychiatrist yeah. and a therapist yeah. like to go the whole nine with that yeah. yeah so that way if somebody does track you down you know there's some evidence to prove that something happened to you but oh see he just like he tries to protect yeah, her at he every to, single yeah. turn and uh damn it jerry <laughs> damn it jerry but jerry unfortunately That's gets just, captured i can't not think of rick and morty when i hear that name see i think of parks and recreation no, i i because jerry's yeah. the schlemiel and the schlemazel yeah. <laughs> but uh, poor jerry does get captured but alice escapes and uh you have that call back to the fact that she runs all the time on her treadmill because they uh what did they shoot him up with something or are they just holding him at gunpoint 
in the helicopter. I can't remember. Um, no, I I'm looking just, right I now. Think, I think they just have a gun on Yeah, him. so he's just pinned down in the in the helicopter, and then Alice gets away and, like, jumps a fence and yeah. just sprints like a freaking Olympian. Oh, and they shot her boss. Yeah. That's a pretty clear indication that, the guy, that they're bad guys. At that, and that's that's the beautiful thing about us. And that's that was some, you know, that really sucks that he got yeah. shot because he was just concerned yeah. about her the entire time. He was like, well, I don't want to use her as bait. I don't want to yeah. do this. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. So he had to he had to get shot because him getting shot made it. Absolute. That was the final nail in the coffin yeah. to convince okay. Alice. Jerry's definitely telling the truth. These yeah. are bad guys, you know. <laughs> And he's so like Jerry's so proud of her. They're sitting up in the helicopter flying away while she's running from that guy who she just tricked yeah. into falling down like a well or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Picard tells him, yeah, you shouldn't watch Jerry. It's a moment without hope. And he's like, oh, no, you've never seen her run. And it's so it's so sweet. He's so proud of her. It's ridiculous. And she does run well. Yes, she does. She's almost a Tom Hanks level runner. Good form. You know, um, I have to question whether or not she could get away i would too, but it's a movie, simply because so she's cares? running through grass and she's in heels yeah so that would be tough oh is she in heels i didn't even know they're so. like those 90s kind of boot heels so it's not like spike heels that would get oh. sunk into the grass oh the wrong guy got shot idiot yeah they, they keep shooting the wrong, <laughs> the wrong people Friggin morons yeah because there's another cia agent who gets right in the line yeah. of sight when the guy tr- goes to shoot alice in the back and the other guy gets shot instead of her yeah and the, the amazing thing about this movie also is that it's pre 9 11 mm-hmm. and so it's pre yeah we all know the cia does all this awful shit <laughs> <laughs> you know, because think about it. When this movie came out, words that didn't appear in this movie, CIA black site, um, extra, ju- extra judicial rendition, judicial system. <laughs> yeah, I know. I could do it. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Feel good. Dr. Feel good. I, I mean, but I don't uh, know. But what's the point? Just kill him. Well, because they need somebody to pin, uh, Alice's death on because Picard thinks that she's dead and he's killed her boss. They both work at the courthouse, so they've got to have somebody to pin the crime I'd on. still blame it on him and just say that he got away. No, it's something. just like with you Hinkley know. or whatever. Like it, I don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah, so, oh, and this, is a, this isn't really the final nail in the coffin, but this is where Alice also discovers like just how you know spooky the CIA the agents the are top. because they had like a full uh, building level all to themselves with desks and operatives running around everywhere and then like 24 hours later there's not a speck of evidence that anybody ever worked there yeah and she's a oh and this is another turning point because uh what is this agent's name um uh agent agent mcguffin agent (laughs) agent agent red herring agent lowry agent lowry he asks oh Oh, he has a great seasoning salt (laughs) (laughs) yes he does it goes great on zaxby's french fries yeah (laughs) uh but it's kind of funny because you don't you can't tell if he's on the up and up either because he's tailing jerry and uh earlier in the movie uh, he asks alice to dinner in the interest of interagency cooperation and Mel Gibson doesn't care for that shit at all. No. <laughs> he's in the backseat and he's like, my, what? That's my favorite scene, you know, whenever he's asking if uh, Lowry's intentions are honorable. Yeah. And, and he, he's he, like, hits well, him, actually, he hits him in the back of the neck with the gun and you're like, that's not going to knock him out. And then well, and he's like, sitting there like this. And, are, you, are you pretending? Are you? Yes, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm pretending <laughs> he hits him again. And then he busts him again. <laughs> but, um, and that, that was really sweet though, the, what you said about Jerry, because he was like, so what are your intentions with Alice? Like, yeah. I don't like this. And he was like, well, actually, we're here to protect her from you, man. Like, that's yeah. that's what we're well, here for. And isn't that kind of interesting that he's like, he asks 
what are your intentions? And yeah, it, and like it, it no, comes because, off corny. No, Lowry did ask her out to yeah. dinner on, uh, under an official Lowry, capacity. Lowry is going to need serious physical therapy after uh, this assignment is over. He's been knocked out twice. It's very Archer. Oh my God, how long did you sleep after that? Oh, it's super <laughs> it's bad super for you. Super bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> but see, people keep not knocking him out. Yeah, because uh, he just got back up and he's fine. He's he's good at playing possum, except with Jerry. Jerry's right. the one who figures yeah. out that he didn't actually knock him out. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to go back to, you know, the bat cave. Yeah, Jerry's a little conspiracy cave. Yeah. Which an odd amount of stuff survived. Yeah, surprising that they didn't clear all that out. You Well, yeah, because they did follow them down there, but I guess it's painted on the walls, but you would think that they would or paint maybe over they, it or something. Or maybe they want it there so they can show that he's... You know, oh yeah, he's yeah, crazy. Yeah, they crazy they'd stalker. frame him just yeah. like they did. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. yeah, that does make more sense. So yeah, it, it, the the cut is just a collage of all of these different crimes that have been committed, and he put Alex, a lot of work into it. Yes, he did. He's quite an artist. No, I mean it's, it's, it's it, very yeah. well painted. No, the guy's got talent. He does. Um, <laughs> you know. Oh, and look, there's there's the building. Oh. That's a convenient thing. Now, now she can go to that building. Yeah, she did. She pieces it back together because you you do see her look at the smokestacks. Yeah, uh, when they're in the car together, like you mentioned earlier. But then she sees that it's painted, and that's how she figures out that that's where they took him. Right. And it is. It is a very. It's an ominous building. It is. You know. It, it's like an insane asylum. Yeah. And uh, it's they have the cutest moment where Jerry's laying on the floor and he's all doped up. Jermaine something. Mental hospital. Oh, yeah. So it is a mental hospital. Um, but they have Jerry in this closed off. Why does it have those big smokestacks? <laughs> that's kind of an Because I. Yeah, it is. Oh, a, well, the smokestacks are over there. Oh, OK. OK. That's so not the, the same building. OK. It, right, that's just right, what you right. can see from the bridge. That's right. Because like Jerry saw it when he drove out the first time when he was in the or he yes. didn't see it. But when he was in the back of the laundry truck. Yeah. And the truck drove out. He's so, yeah. He's, he, yeah. yeah, it's just a landmark that yeah. helps the guide Alice to the right place. Because, I mean, is he really going to... I would have checked the mental hospital first, too. Yeah. Because if, you know, they're trying to frame a Better watch guy out. being it's haunted. Yeah. I, I suspect that a mental hospital... Oh, even, look, it's Captain Roger's shield on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And it's lit up. That must be... Yeah, they must have bought that from Think Geek. <laughs> um, no, um... It's the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Um, Two-Face. The Scarecrow's there. Yeah, yeah, Scarecrow's there. He's going to blast you in the face with that powder stuff. Run. Geronimo. Yep. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, because that you No way. I'm not in. I'm putting together a crew. I'm in, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You son of a bitch. I'm in. But it's going to be a heist, Morty. I, I just figure that a mental hospital, they'd leave more lights on. Well, it is nighttime. <laughs> I know, but and you never know, like oh, yeah. if like That's true, if lights are flickering and stuff, you don't want to. With patients like that, they're full of chronic masturbators. Oh God! But with <laughs> patients like that, they're a lot more sensitive to things. So I think it's safer to just have the lights oh, dimmed. Oh, and you find a... out that Jerry's conspiracy Jerry, theory Jerry about the earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's never. It's the earthquake thing is never concretely. Proven it that it was meant to kill the president. But it is pretty suspicious, you know. And, oh, they're about to have the sweetest moment because, like I said, Jerry's all doped up in this closed down wing where they have yeah. the pool. And he he registers that, like, Alice can kind of hear him moaning and talking through an air vent. And she's like, Jerry, where are you? And <laughs> he's like, hey, Alice. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. just so happy to know that she's <laughs> yeah. just there. Yeah. Even though, like, all And the- only Mel Gibson can do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's in he's or in Dire Ryan, Straits or, or Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. I think could do it. you could put Ryan Reynolds in this movie as the exact same character. He, he, it would be and it'd you, be the same movie. It would be the same movie. Yeah, you'd get the exact same vibe off of it. And that's not to insult Mel Gibson because Ryan Reynolds is a fantastic actor. Oh no, no, actor. no. He's got that perfect blend of like no, that's a compliment. Toughness and yeah. charisma and a sense of humor to boot. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's like, "Hey, Jerry, can you hear me?" And she's just trying to figure out where he is. But what does he say? It's so cute, and he he rolls. To- yeah, that is such a Ryan Reynolds yeah, move too. Yeah. He would like he's all taped up and tied down, and he rolls toward the vent so he can talk to her. Oh, and he starts singing yeah. to her, "You're just too good to be true." <laughs> like that's so sweet. His brain is just sort of Mush. randomly he- coming up with things. Yeah. yeah well, because movie- that was the song she was listening to when she yeah. was on the treadmill, because he noticed yeah. her lips moving, and he was like, "You're singing," and so he changed the channel on the radio until yeah. he was matched up with what she was singing. Which is, I mean, you know, I if it wasn't really baby. creepy, it would be sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is really creepy. Yeah, but again. In, in the context of this movie, justifiable. Hi, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, I'm sorry you're dead. Because he thinks he's responsible yeah. for her being shot. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, okay. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Jerry, where are you? I'm right here. I'm on the floor. <laughs> it's so great. Where's here, Jerry? On the floor. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. Like, even in the serious moments, it's still got, like, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to peg this movie down. First of all, it should not be an R-rated movie. Yeah, there's nothing really that terrible in it. It's got there's a, nothing in it. That it's should, got a that decent deal it, of yeah. violence, but nothing gory or no. particularly brutal. They don't say uh, the they don't say the F word once in the whole movie. Yeah, I don't think they do. I no, think they, they don't. I think it, they curse a little bit, but yeah, it should yeah, be an R-rated. It's movie. not. I mean, it's like it should be PG thirteen. Yeah, and the the smokestacks. That's because that's the room they put him in every time they bring him to the hospital. And so he can see the smokestacks like reflected in a light. Yeah. So that's what it was. That's why the smokestacks triggered him earlier. She better have a gun. Uh, She does. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She just hit Lowry in the neck with it. No, just because because, you know, I know you gave the guy a hundred bucks, but. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, this is way beyond that. No, that's not enough. But the good news is that she at least covers her ass because she tells the male orderly, she's like, listen, uh, I have to go take care of this, call this man and call these people and tell them where I am. So she knows she's got backup coming in. Uh, But it's a question of time. Yes, it is. Especially, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like a hundred bucks doesn't cover it. I'll clean the place up. Uh, Yeah, I, I mean... She definitely. I say. I wonder if that would work. I've always because in, in movie. I don't think you could you could smash a uh, master lock with a uh, a fire extinguisher. I don't know. I don't think so. I've never tried I, it. We should myth bust it. Yeah, we should try that. <laughs> yeah. So he's in the spooky wing. Yeah, which of and course, you gotta of wonder. Of course, like, the what? mental hospital has a spooky wing. Yeah, and it's empty, and it has a pool. I, yeah. Like I don't really understand this. I guess it might have been. The patients might have used to have been allowed to swim, but then maybe it presented with some issues or I, I don't know. Or they did the ice baths. Oh, that was one of the maybe. Things. Yeah, they, they used to do that. To, I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they throw them in the ice bath because mm-hmm. basically psychiatrists back then were just monsters. They were monsters. They were just they weren't you. They weren't trying to help shit. No. <laughs> Well, it's like that movie, the Johnny Depp movie from hell where he's tracking down uh, Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. lobotomizing everybody with a hammer. It's it's n- nightmarish. Yeah. And that yeah. movie's actually similar to this one in one sense. Uh, there's this kind of intense, sweet love story going on amidst all of this chaos and violence because Johnny Depp is with Heather Graham sort of in that movie. But 
neither couple ends up together. Right. And Jerry has to do it to keep Alice safe because uh, they fake his death. Yeah. And uh, he goes into like Witsec or something. Yeah. And so they're he they pull up in an SUV at the end when Alice you see she's back on a horse and she's good at knocking people out with that gun. Yeah, she is. Well, <laughs> no, she's she's. 50 50 yeah, at this point because she didn't true. get Lowry. She yeah. hit him pretty hard. Yeah. But yeah. See, those were the boots I was saying. She's got like at least uh, two and a half inch heels. I wouldn't on, want to so. run in the uh, in the mud with it. No, that would be difficult. Oh, <laughs> God. Jerry, God, he's so sweet. Yeah. She picks up his head off the floor. He's soaking wet and like tied up and he's like oh this is the best dream yeah. i've ever had hi but, alice <laughs> but then he you know he gets back into protect alice mode well yeah because you know, picard shows yeah, up and there's yeah. a fight and he he knocks her out for a minute he is not yeah. a gentleman and that'll no picard's a dick yeah he sucks yeah. in this movie big yeah time. he really does and i'm patrick stewart <laughs> yeah and you come to find okay so that's the guy from the beginning uh jerry collects newspapers to distribute his newsletter in in the beginning from this guy in a wheelchair who's yeah. like a street performer and they're banging on the top or the bottoms of buckets to yeah. drum for money and jerry pulls up and he's honking his horn and beating on his it's steering nice wheel yeah. yeah it's sweet and but the guy in the wheelchair is one of the agents who's actually been keeping tabs on jerry and trying to keep him safe right so and you you see him walking down the hall and you're like oh he was undercover yeah. the entire yeah. time so nobody is who they no. say to be yeah. except for alice Alice is the only one who is, and that's the thing. Alice is the, oh, she she's the everyman. Him. She's the, you know, she's the fulcrum. Yeah. You know, we are Alice in this movie. Yeah. She's like you said, she's the protagonist. Everything about her world changes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mel Gibson's the antagonist, but only to a certain point. Yeah. He, he's compelled. Dun, to, dun, dun. It's oh, no. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> good thing the good guys are there in the hospital too. Yeah. So now it's a matter of time, just like yeah. you said, Jason. Yeah. Let's see. But who will can... they get there fast enough? <laughs> we'll have to find no, out. Wait, no. So is that guy, um, is he FBI? I don't, I never wrote that down. I couldn't. Cause Lowry is FBI. So I think Lowry, yeah, he must, yeah, yeah, they must FBI. be because they're together. Yeah, yeah. So it's the this FBI back, versus the CIA. Yeah, this is back when the FBI were the good guys and the CIA was the bad guys before <laughs> they were both bad guys. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> they're watching, Jason. Yeah, yeah, they've heard me already. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he... Oh, oh, dick. Yeah, you don't hit a lady. That's... Got it right in the spine, too. Yeah. Those, those I'm telling things. you, these people are all going to need a lot of PT. Yeah, they, yeah. Hey, I've got a good Cairo if you guys need one. <laughs> <laughs> Choking him with a mop. He's yeah. enjoying this. Well, Mel Gibson just goes ape shit, and that's, you know, that's a pretty common trope with hero stories like that. Like in Doctor Who, when when the a Christmas tree comes to life and it's spinning and it's going to kill yeah. Rose and yeah. the doctor's knocked out and all she does is like lean into his ear and whisper, help me. And he immediately yeah. wakes up out of like a coma to stop yeah. the Christmas tree from hurting his girl. Yeah. So, and Mel Gibson like jumps into action with that. Oh yeah. Picard does shoot Mel Gibson. So that's why they were able to, you know, let you believe that he died in the end. Yeah. Because she visits his, and there his grave shooting him. Yeah. She shoots him like six times. <laughs> See, and the thing is, speaking of Mythbusters, is I don't think either Mel Gibson or Patrick Stewart would have even been hurt. Depending on how the bullets traveled no, in the water. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can shoot uh, an M16 into the water. As soon as that bullet hits the water. Yeah. Yeah. No energy. Mm -hmm. And so there you go. So Jerry is at this point, the movie's over. Yeah. He's he's hanging <laughs> on for dear life because I yeah. think I think <clears throat> they got him. I think oh, yeah, Picard it, got him at least two or three times. Yeah, I but, think it was twice in the chest. Yeah. You know. Like a sort of upper shoulder area. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, he's, 
I mean, he's been tortured and it, and for the almost, last few hours. He's not in good shape. No, he's yeah, but he's he's also very tough. You know, well, clearly. yeah. So he's know. Mel Gibson. Oh, and she's panicking. Like, Whoa, just, her mouth goes full Julia Roberts there. Well, I mean, it, it, God, Hugh Grant apparently teased her about that a long time ago. Where uh, he was like, "God, the lips on that woman—it's crazy." And I was like, "Dude, come on, don't." We don't are screw talking, over your co-star like yeah, that. We are talking about the man who got dumped by Elizabeth Hurley because he was caught in the backseat of a car with a prostitute. Yeah. Um, that you know, the, the, he doesn't exactly display the best judgment. You're no, right about that. No. And I like the fact that Jerry is taken away in a white helicopter. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. juxtaposition because nice yeah, yeah, he's been like, chased so much by the black one of, helicopters. It's one of the good guy helicopters. Um, oh wow, you were right about in. K Ultra, I believed you, but I I just oh, have yeah. no idea. Look it up, Hindsight. K Ultra Look program that forms a key factor of the plot for the movie is real and well documented. Oh yeah, it's a real thing. Good lord. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! And uh, according to Richard Donner, the director, Mel Gibson improvised the opening scenes in which his character expounds yeah. on his conspiracy theories yeah. to a succession of passengers because yeah. it is a bunch of random. It's crap. a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, and so you had to wonder about that, but oh, she. So, yeah, they she's getting gaslighted everywhere she turns <laughs> poor Julia Roberts because they they fake Mel Gibson's death. Yeah, and she needs to go, like, get a job as a small town lawyer somewhere in, like, the Midwest. And fall in love with some guy who owns the flower <laughs> and, shop. And just, <laughs> just, just keep your head down for the rest of your life and, kind of. and just, you know. But, oh, oh, but she puts her father's pen on Mel Gibson's yeah. gravestone, on Jerry's gravestone. And it, oh, I miss your face. I miss your face. <laughs> Stop it, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. But, but they then an uh, SUV drives by when uh, she's she gets back up on the horse, as yeah, it were, yeah. literally and figuratively, and she's she's an equestrian again. Oh, yeah. there's Tiny Dancer. Aww. You get to meet him. <laughs> Bucephala. Bucephala. Uh. <laughs> And Get it to two. <laughs> and here we go. And hey, he's alive. Yay. He's a head in a jar, but he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start and, and, like. Well, ah, ah, well ah, the funny ah, thing like is that attacks. because of how he. OK, so she's on the horse. Jerry sees her. Well, OK, so she puts her father's yeah. pin on his gravestone. And that's very important because yeah. she's on the horse. He sees her. He's in. Uh, an unmarked SUV that yeah. has tinted windows. So it's not like she could just look over and right, see him yeah. through the window. But then uh, she discovers that the pin mysteriously yeah. showed up pinned to her horse's saddle. Yeah. And that was his little way of letting her know that he's okay. Yeah. And she, cause she's just like, son of a bitch, he's still out there. That's awesome. Like, and she's happy that, but they don't get to be together. Yeah. Which is a bummer. I don't like that part of the movie. Well, it is I'm kinda, such a girl. It, it is disappointing, but it, it's kind of funny though because now she sees that, and now she's got a conspiracy theory. Yes, yeah, she does. Because comes full circle. Now it's like, oh shit! You know, now she's going to be the one who becomes obsessed with you know, um, <laughs> and you know, Mel. He, he turns states evidence, so to speak. Um, <laughs> so he's going to go and witness protection. Yes, and he's going to tell everything he knows about MK Ultra. He even says, I'll give you the gravy on the whole operation. Yeah, which, as we all know, led to nothing. <laughs> no one going to jail. Everyone got away with it. Well, the 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 head boss was killed off, so I guess yeah, they yeah. would, I mean, dismantling the program would yeah. have been enough. And if they were just following orders and the main guy's dead, that's that's the easiest situation for them. How did that pin get there? Oh, uh. 
Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, you got the wrong Jerry. <laughs> Who cares? Just switch him up. But and yeah, so, so that's uh, that's the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I like that they. Uh, they, that he hands in the papers to remind the people in the audience who weren't oh shit that's the guy with the newspapers yeah because uh, there had to have been at least half the audience who didn't make that who didn't connection. connect it when yeah. he was in the hallway yeah uh, but he's got yeah. a very distinct mustache and like yeah. very distinct hair so i don't know i i noticed it but um because mel gibson loves the newspapers he loves piecing together the conspiracy theories yeah. in the newspaper yeah. and he also distributes his newsletter like i said earlier yeah and then this is so cute. Uh, Mel Gibson starts singing, I need you, baby. And the guy starts singing <laughs> yeah, along with him with in the them, car. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. And, and it again, it's not a rated R movie. I don't see why it has a rate an R rating because it's it's just a PG-13 action movie. Yeah. And it's actually remarkably wholesome for yeah. a movie of that category. Yeah. Or, I, mean, I, I love you, baby. Sorry, I was messing up the song yeah. lyrics earlier. <laughs> And then Julia Roberts go. is all free and happy and riding through the pasture. Yeah, <laughs> and she falls off the horse. Oh my god! <laughs> she's, she's spreading on the ground, oh no. and Jerry's driving away. <laughs> Good what to know she'll ending. be okay. What uh, an ending! Doctor oh, Doctor Jonas was yeah, Picard's character, played by Patrick Stewart. Ah, but look, the black helicopter's still following at the end. You just, but you don't see. You assume they're following Mel Gibson, but they could easily be following Julia Roberts because yeah yeah you're just not sure they shouldn't have put the black helicopter in at the end yeah that, that, uh, that, maybe they were leading up to a potential sequel but uh, maybe I mean maybe you uh, know. but it never happened uh, no. there's there's not another yeah because the movie it's I like it but evidently it's a very forgettable movie because I actually have mentioned this to people saying that we're, we're doing conspiracy theory on the show. And they're like, what is what is conspiracy theory? Oh, God, no. People I, don't remember this movie. I know they don't. It, it's a conspiracy. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's real. That's why uh, I, I, you know, I really wanted to do this, not just because it's a Mel Gibson flip, but honestly, I've I've always loved this movie. I can't remember the first time I saw it. I would have been, I want to say fresh double digits, yeah. like maybe 11 or 12, but I just loved it. And it was one of those movies that I didn't really, I didn't really know about all these famous assassins and yeah, all the history like, behind yeah, it. It was yeah. just, it was more of an action movie. You don't need to, yeah, you don't need to know the history to enjoy it. You don't. So Alpha Seinfeld for me on this one would, uh, I'm actually going to put it at an eight. I am too, because when I saw it in the theater, I walked out going, eh, yeah, good. And watching it again, it's oh, this is this is better. I I wasn't fair to it the first time. Yeah, and I, I appreciate. Yeah. The I'm going to give it a seven. It's a seven because okay. I did like it, but I but I like it more now. Yeah, I definitely like it more now. Now that I understand the you know the backstory and all the history that goes into these conspiracy theories yeah. for the most part, and you know I understood the movie a little bit better yeah. and just appreciated it overall because and the character development is great. Like and I. You know, in the beginning, I was just like, oh, Mel Gibson, he's my favorite. Yay. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. now I actually appreciate all the other moving pieces. Right. So and like you said, Julia Roberts character arc and how she just kind of teeters back and forth between trusting him. And ultimately, yeah. they have this you know, unshakable bond, which is actually really sweet. So it's it's a nice little love story, despite the fact that it's a PG-13 action yeah. movie. Like it's yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's, it's not going to be on anybody's, you know, desert island list. But yeah, if you get a not. chance to watch it. Uh, go ahead and watch it. It's good. Yeah. And on that bombshell, take us <laughs> home. Well, Insiders, this has been a lot of fun for Jason and me. We've had to fill in 
some, you know, episodes with Mr. Brown being out of town. Eh, it was easy. I didn't miss him. He wandered into the yeah. desert and we uh, never saw him yeah. again. Uh, but anyway, we enjoyed having you in the studio with us, figuratively speaking. Uh, we always appreciate everybody who tunes in and checks us out on YouTube. So thank you for joining us for your drive time, your listening time, your conspiracy theory time. This has been Jason and Darth, and this is Hindsight, and good night. <laughs>